Welcome to Wallace Books and the Jello Wars podcast. I'm your host, Bob Wallace. Whoever thought that children with cancer would be the ones to lift us from our existential funk? Their wisdom, simple and personal, yet profound and universal, helps us circumnavigate these perplexing times. And fortunately, you don't have to walk in their hospital slippers to benefit. Wallace Books presents Jello Wars and Other Battles with Childhood Cancer. It's a book, it's a podcast, and it's life-changing. Because the kids have much to teach, and we, the healthy, have much to learn. Thanks for showing up. Let me tell you about HERO. HERO is a 501c3 organization providing assistance to poverty-stricken areas around the world. HERO stands for Humanitarian Efforts Reaching Out. Dr. Julie Williams and her team have provided medical and dental care, gynecological services, vision aid, acupuncture, vitamins, vaccinations, alternative power sources, clean water, construction, and maintenance projects in Nepal, Nicaragua, Honduras, and India. In fact, just this past February, Hero treated over 1,500 patients in remote villages of the Himalayas. And you can be part of it, too. Consider contributing, a little or a lot. Your donation will go directly to fund those who need it most. This is your chance to make a real difference in the lives of those less fortunate. Learn more about Hero at HeroEfforts.org. That's HeroEfforts.org. Be a hero. Donate and make a difference. Welcome back to Wallace Books. I'm Bob Wallace. And hey, we're ten episodes into this Jello Wars thing. Hope you're enjoying it. Camp is just around the corner, and yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to reunite with old friends, campily, campers and counselors alike. And I'm excited about the motivation I'll receive from the kids. Childhood cancer is a horrible disease, but it tends to mold children into superheroes and inspirations for the rest of us non-inspirational, non-superhero types. I don't know about you, but I can use a little inspiration right now. Fortunately, we have the kids of Camp Sunrise. Thanks for showing up. Tell your friends about the podcast. Live your life. Like and subscribe. But not necessarily in that order. Let's get back to Jello Wars. Dial H for Hero. Most of us have daydreamed about becoming a superhero. But, if you're anything like me, you're not too fond of the thought of transforming through radiation or envenomation, cosmic rays, or cancer. 
wouldn't it be great to be able to temporarily turn into a superhero without the grueling origin story, or having to live with all the responsibility day in and day out? We're in luck. Turns out there's a magical dial that enables ordinary people like you and me to become a superhero for exactly one hour. The device resembles an old rotary telephone dial, and each time you dial in the letters H-E-R-O, you become a superpowered being with a name, costume, and superpowers. Sweet! John Morris introduced me to Dial H for Hero. It's a feature from DC Comics that premiered in the mid-60s. It's not as mainstream as some other comics, but that's why John likes it. John is a comic scholar and the foremost expert on lame and often forgotten superheroes. His website, Gone and Forgotten, has been around since 1977, and his book, The League of Regrettable Superheroes, is like a blooper reel for superheroes. Here are a few lame faves. Jazz has the genetic mutation that causes his skin to turn blue. That's it. He has no other discernible abilities, unless you count his mediocre rapping skills. Rainbow Girl wields the mysterious power of the emotional spectrum. What's that? She has unpredictable teenage mood swings. The eye is a giant disembodied floating eyeball. And who doesn't love Arm Fall Off Boy? Arm Fall Off Boy has the ability to... Well, I think his name explains everything you need to know. Considering the renewal of interest in superheroes spawned by all the blockbuster movies, I asked John which superheroes from his forgotten list he would most like to see incorporated on the big screen. At this rate, he told me, I honestly think we may see a solid percentage of them end up in movies. Nobody saw Rocket Raccoon becoming such a success. I promise you that. One he thought would be fun to see is Thunder Bunny. Thunder Bunny is a young man who's gifted by a wizard from outer space with the power to transform into a superhero. The only drawback is when he's superpowered, he looks like a cartoon rabbit. John is also rooting for one of his personal faves, Prez, America's first teen president. John says, Besides having to battle corruption and hostile foreign powers as President of the United States, this teenager has to fight vampires, robots, and strange beings of all descriptions. Not one to pass up a chance to expound on his passion, John noted the similarities between a child battling cancer and the hardships, trials, and tribulations of becoming a superhero. He told me, Characters like Spider-Man, The Thing, Batman, and so many others are known for turning life-changing tragedy into a tool to make the world better and to protect others from the same harm that befell them. That inherent unfairness of biology is something a lot of people can empathize with greatly. On a lark, I asked John if there had ever been a superhero who throws jello. His answer? Kind of. He went on to explain, there once was a superhero who actually was Jell-O. That was enough for me. I googled, I ogled, and I reached for my wallet. Not to brag, 
but I currently own a copy of The Adventures of Jello Man and Wobbly, issue number one. Side note. Anytime someone says, not to brag, but, it's a thinly veiled attempt to sound humble while boasting unabashedly. Or so I'm told. It's a first edition and a collector's edition. Says so right on the cover. The cover features a red, gumby-looking figure with a round head and a swirl of whipped cream hair busting through a wall like an undernourished Kool-Aid man. He's accompanied by what looks like a four-legged French toast stick. Inside the comic, an omniscient narrator apprises us of what's ahead. Wherever kids are in danger of losing their jello to uncool dudes, they'll be there to help. Here's what I've deciphered. Grabby, a computer robot that stocks all the world's stores with Jell-O products, desires a tasty treat. So he uses the energy from a secret laser-activated hologram printer to superpower his own robotic energy and deliver all the world's Jell-O products to himself. Pretty techy stuff for 1991. But mixing high technology with greed is a recipe for disaster. The hologram of the Jell-O logo transforms into two beings made entirely of Jell-O. Ta-da! The origin story of Jell-O Man and his dog, Wobbly. Jell-O Man's superpower, as best I can tell, is the ability to roll his round head down his arm and use it to bowl over bad guys. So yeah, I guess there is a superhero who throws Jell-O. His rolling head raises Grabby into a heap of scrap metal. Then Jello Man chills with Dr. Goodtaste and the other scientists enjoying Jello snacks. The comic repeats the tactic as Jello Man defeats a Snackosaurus and the evil Shoveler who tries to steal snacks from the planet Gamongo. Pretty heady stuff. John explained how Kraft Foods consigned the characters as a promotional comic intended to sell Jello Jigglers. Sadly, neither Jello Man nor Wobbly got far in the world of superheroes. They didn't even survive long enough to see issue number two. I don't know if the head bowling hero was successful in selling more jigglers, but I do rest easier knowing there's someone out there making sure kids don't lose their Jello snacks to uncool dudes. More spam, please. For a recent anniversary at camp, we reviewed previous programming and classes we deemed worthy of repeating. Believe it or not, it was suggested that we bring back spam class. Face it, many of our campers were not yet born for the original spam class. Spam, second serving, was every bit as fun as the original, and there were lots of new flavors this time. Along with the previous activities, James added an air-powered Spam stomp rocket to accompany the now-famous Spamapult. We also provided elaborate trophies topped with Spam cans to all the participants, some trophies taller than the camper receiving them. James and I look forward to the day when we receive a phone call from a previous camper-turned-adult complaining that his or her spouse is no fan of their spam trophy, and they don't see why it has to reside on the mantle over the fireplace in their new home. That will be a heartwarming day indeed.
Big thanks go out to John Morris and his Gone and Forgotten website. Also his book, The League of Regrettable Superheroes, and his companion books, League of Regrettable Supervillains and League of Regrettable Sidekicks. Thanks for tuning in to Wallace Books and the Jello Wars podcast. The kids of Arizona Camp Sunrise have been my greatest mentors, and they're here to assist you, too. You can find additional episodes of the podcast and more about the book, Jello Wars, and other battles with childhood cancer at wallacebooks.com. That's W-A-L-L-A-S-S books.com. Just go to the website or search Wallace Books wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe and like. You can learn more about Arizona Camp Sunrise at azcampsunrise.org. Podcast theme music by M. Dub Music. Sound effects from Sonic Boom. Keep listening to Wallace Books' Jello Wars podcast and let the kids change your life for the better. See you down the road.